Amanda Holmes. She's going to come out and she's going to share with you some pretty amazing things. And I have to tell you, she is going to light your world on fire. She is high energy. You've got to be willing to engage. You've got to be willing to talk. I think we're going to have some microphones around here. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure that you're not afraid to pop up and say a thing or two. We're all gonna get a schooling. So their company, Chet Homes International, has assisted over 250,000 businesses around the world. She just rewrote her father's book after 15 years, and once again, it hit the bestseller list. It's called The Sales Machine, and it's been voted as one of the top 10 most recommended marketing and sales books of all times. At the age of 26, she had to jump in and take over her father's company, and she immediately had to learn all about business without having known anything about business and within one year she created more leads in their business increased them by over a percent and she is absolutely passionate to make sure that companies grow while reducing stress and I can absolutely tell you she's one of my favorite people and she is on our board it's a thrill to introduce Amanda here is your daily dose of the ultimate sales machine coming to you from the new edition visit ultimatesalesmachine.com to get your copy or multiple copies I am your host Amanda Holmes CEO of Chet Holmes International what you're about to learn has assisted a quarter of a million businesses to generate billions of dollars working faster better smarter so what is the biggest thing holding you back in marketing it's actually a thing called the clutter factor my father taught this oh my gosh 15 years ago he'd say there's 40,000 commercial messages a day that was before social media today we have 3.8 billion social media pages one is putting out content every single minute and that is what's making it so hard if you're saying wow i can't get the attention of products they're not replying to my emails and calling me back it's because they're inundated with information no wonder they're listening the third thing is we call it the death of the traditional commission breath salesperson and it, you can thank amazon for that death star amazon 97 percent of your feel that salespeople are too pushy it's because you can go on Online today you read the reviews and you can order we have lost the love of sales reps so we have to find a new way to sell which we're going to cover today we are going to cover how to get nine times more from the same moves you're already making we're gonna cover the fastest least expensive way to double sales and we're gonna cover how to get seven times more without ever feeling salesy or pushy so what is that ultimate sales machine framework we got to know your goal you got to know your goal if you don't know where you're going, then there's no helping you to get there. The second, you have to know who can get you to that goal the fastest. Then once you know who, what are you going to say to grab their attention? And then where do you to say it to get in front of them, in their face, in their place, in their space? So I have this wonderful case study, and Troy's actually here, so I'm going to bring him up. He sold $42 million in seven months with less than a 50000 bud in marketing and I calculated that last week it's 83,900 percent ROI yeah okay Troy can you explain what happened in the marketplace what was happening at that time what was your goal my goal was to to sell to people who had already said no to their current salesperson for their equipment that they were being quoted and to be able to convert them from a no into a yes and they were people who had a lot of challenges already and had every reason in the world to say no already. Okay, and your goal was around the 20%, right? Yeah, if I could increase them, not only sell them, but I needed to increase all of our sales into 20% was our overall goal to be able to do that. And at the time, he was in an economy where, so he was selling equipment to farmers. And what was the, what was it like for farmers at that time? It was because in our area, up in Canada, they were dealing with massive drought for years, so they had no further crops to 
grow. And then they also had staff challenges, problems, people quitting. They had family problems because of all the stress and also financial hardship because of all the inflation and the interest rates that were increasing. Okay, so the goal is 20%, but the economy is terrible. But then what was smart about what he did was his best buyers, like you guys just went in your phone, he went to all the people that had said no to his services. He went out to the contracts that had already gone out. Yeah, because we had I took four salespeople who had already said no to those salespeople, and those people were just simply getting told no because of price. That was really their only way that they had was just no because of price. And they could back it up by saying, because we don't have any money. We didn't think so. And then I have to show this up on the screen because it's so good. Hold on. So your stadium pitch, what was it like when you would first talk to a prospect? What was that pitch like? I shocked them, right? Because then I was able to say to them. Give them the before first. Before. And then give them well, before the salespeople are just like anybody. They phone you up and say, hi, I have nice equipment. We have great deals on low interest rates. You get a free hat and a jacket if you buy 10 million worth of something, right? Yes. So maybe a sleeve of golf balls. Or... I'm in it for the hat. Okay. And then you switched it to your stadium pitch. So can you share that? Yeah. So then I worked with a Amanda and the team, and I really, that, you know what, it's not about the equipment or the product that you're selling, it's about really attaching yourself to what it is that they're going through. So I said, here are the top five reasons why your farm could lose revenue. And when I phoned them up and told them that, they're like, whoa. We're going to lose. Actually, I did it even worth your top five reasons why your farm will fail. But that seemed a little bit harsh. Harsh. And he's from Canada. So they were like, yeah. this is too hard. Nice so guy. We did scale it back a little bit. Yeah. I love Everybody, that. Everybody, yeah, was totally instantly then come out to our place. We need to talk because they wanted to know. It, they thought, okay, it can't get worse. But you just pointed out it's going to. And then advertising. What did you do on advertising? Because we were so specific, we literally spent maybe a couple hundred dollars because we had to buy some fuel to go out there and really $1.75 to print these to take it out there to show them exactly that problem. Yeah. Working smarter, not harder. I love that. And then how much did the average sales rep make in a year? Average salesperson made about $8 million that year. Oh, generated, generated $8 million yeah. in revenue. And then yeah. how much did you do in the six weeks? In six weeks, I did 8.4. So I converted all of those four first no's into yeses within 42 minutes or less. And then got $8.4 million in a few weeks. Yeah. You can give him a round of it. <laughs> it's huge. Thank you. So he had such great results. He phoned me up and said, I'd really like to just come and help more of your clients get the results that I did. Could I come and be a part of your organization? I'm like, I called Tom Douglas and I was like, you won't even believe what just happened. So now he's on board with us as executive strategy officer. So it, it turned into 42 million in seven yes. months though. So yeah. I kept it going then and then got to 42 million in seven months. Yeah, that's awesome. really good. Yeah, that happened last year. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So once you've educated them, now where are you going to put that message? Now, like I said, that stadium pitch, when you have that clear of what your education is with that inverted buyer's pyramid, then it can go everywhere. It becomes the opt-in on your website. It becomes when you reach out to a prospect via cold email, instead of saying, hey, I'd love to talk to you about your services. My LinkedIn is so absurd right now with the amount of people that just pitch. It's just that 3%. And I look at them and I go, I should start selling to them, right? My service, right? They're awful. It's awful. I think one night I just, I don't drink, but if I did, I would just sit with a drink and just start harassing the people that harass me on LinkedIn. That's absurd. I mean, it, right, it works for the 3%. We know that because statistically, but it's just painful for everyone else. What if you had a different experience that you were educating them out of this? in an email, in your website, on your ads, in your podcast, in your events, when you're up on stage? It becomes something that one can speak to and there's a succinct voice. 
So it becomes a symphony instead of just a soloist. Ooh, another chills. Okay. Hey everybody, my name's Troy, and I'm with Chet Holmes International, and the Executive Strategy Officer that works alongside Amanda Holmes. I really would love to invite you to jump on a call and talk to you about Amanda being a keynote speak for you and your company. Just imagine the type of energy that Amanda brings to the table with the business acumen that is instilled in her DNA. I'd love to be able to talk to you about how we can bring that forward to you, your team, and your customer. Please go ahead and book a call right now. I look forward to talking to you and help your company grow to even higher levels of success.